you felt like the Lord gave me two messages, and uh, you're going to get the first one to, uh, this Sunday, and then next Sunday you'll get the, the second part of this. <laughs> we Happy Easter. Man, <laughs> he's, he's alive. He's risen. Amen? Amen. He's, he's alive. He's, he has risen. So, Matthew chapter 16, and uh, I want to pick up at verse 21. Wait for the tears to come out of my eyes so I can see my, my page here. So, Hallelujah. Matthew 16. It says, From then on Jesus began to tell his disciples plainly that it was necessary for him to go to Jerusalem and that he would suffer many terrible things at the hands of the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of the religious law. He would be killed. But on the third day, he would be raised from the dead. But Peter took, took him inside and began to reprimand him for saying such things. Heaven forbid it, Lord, he said. This will never happen to you. Jesus turned to Peter and said, Get away from me, Satan. You are a dangerous trap to me. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world and lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in the glory. His Father will judge all people according to their deeds. And I tell you this truth, some standing here right now will not will not die before they see the Son of Man in his in, in the, the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Father, I pray, Lord, even today, I thank you, Father, for this Easter Sunday. Father, that God that we recognize, we celebrate, Father, your resurrection power that lives on the inside of each and every one of us. And Father, I, I thank you. <laughs> I thank you, Lord, for dying for us. Mm. Dying for us, taking our sins upon the cross. Mm. And Father, we thank you. We thank you. We give you all the praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Praise God. Ooh. I think Easter took on a little bit of a new meaning this year for me. And um, I walked in, I don't know what night it was, uh, maybe Wednesday night or Tuesday. I don't even know what day it was. But um, I looked at Moran. I said, have you ever made a cross? And, you know, and she's like looking at me like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, have you ever made a cross? And I said, I, I've, I don't think I've ever made a cross. I don't ever remember making really a, cro- a cross with popsicle sticks. And uh and I don't know what night it was. It might have last week. And I think Miss Connie, who helps decorate and does a terrific job, her and Minister Mar were here, and um, she was talking about how she she needed a cross. And uh, and I just said, well, I'll, I'll build a cross. I'll, I'll build a cross. And um, and uh, and I think it was I don't even know. It was probably about Wednesday. Brother Don was sharing the word, so I had a little bit of time to to get this done. And in my mind, I you know this is the honest truth. I in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, I'll have this done in an hour. You know, I'll get it done. It'll be done quickly. And, you know, I've got, uh, you know, I picked up the wood and, you know, and I'll, I'll get this done. And, and uh, you know, I'm busy, right? Everybody, every, nobody's busy, right? We're all, we're, all, we're all busy. We all got stuff going on, right? And, um, 
and it was, a, it was at about the time that I, I'd begin to lay things out and, and I was like, you know, I just, I got to grab one more piece of wood and, uh, you know, and then I'll have everything laid out. And uh, I was driving over to Busy Beaver. And the, and the Lord quickened me when I was driving in the car. And uh, he said, you know, I'm the creator of everything. And that wood that Jesus hung on, I created that wood. And, of course, that got my attention. I don't, I don't know, you know, the, the Lord will speak to you. I, I mean, if, if you... You know, and I and I tell you, you have to be in a place where you, where you, you know where where you can set yourself up on hearing. But even when you're busy, the Lord will speak to you. Sometimes it's to get you to stop. <laughs> Sometimes it's to get you in a place where you can where you can hear what the Holy Spirit's speaking to you. I mean, we we can make every excuse in the world, please. And and this is not this is not a. I don't want this to be a hard message today because I know who we whom we serve. We serve a we serve a risen Savior. But we can go through the, 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 the giles of life. We can go through life, and we can be busy doing everything. Guys, this is me this week, okay? I'm preaching, I'm preaching from a point of what the Lord's revealing to me, and I felt that I needed to, to share this with you all. And so I, and the Lord got my attention. Of course, I'm in, I'm, I'm, then I go to Busy Beaver. I get what I need, and then, and then I'm in the store. And at that point, it's like, you know, the Lord's given me this description of, of what this cross looked like. And then it was in my mind, I could begin to see, I could begin to see the, the, the black, the, the, the black, and you'll see that there's, a, there's black tones in the cross. And, and I begin to think about the, sa- the sin of humanity, the, everything that Jesus had, had taken was, was being put on a cross. And then the Lord began to show me his blood, his blood that was shed, the blood that was poured out for each, for, you know, again, for humanity. This cross is not just for a person. This cross is for the world. This cross was what he was nailed to this cross for humanity. Of course, I, I went back home and I'm thinking, well, I don't have red paint. I don't have this. I don't have, you know, and I'm just, and, you know, and the Lord's just, stop. Just stop. Think about what's been. Think about what's been given. <laughs> think about what's been nailed to this cross. You know, what I, what I love about <laughs> This passage in, in Matthew 16, Jesus is coming to you know, his disciples and he's, he's, getting, he's sharing a word with them. And he said, look, you know, I'm going to be going to this, I'm, I'm going to be crucified. But on the third day, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rise. And, you know, of course, they didn't, they didn't really have a, I, I don't, you know, they just didn't have a revelation of that. But, you know, interesting fact, because I, I, I begin to, you know, you think, well, this is kind of a, a Christmas message. Well, you know, Christmas and Easter, it's kind of all the same thing, right? So, so we're celebrating Jesus Christ, amen. You know, simply put, you know, the, the meaning of the cross, though, it meant death. And, and to get this picture, they crucified, crucified, a, a brutal, you know, I, I watched the documentary even last night, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, how brutal. How devastating. How, 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 you, you can't even imagine that some people would be nailed to a cross and it would take two to three days for some people to even die. We know Jesus, he wasn't there that long. He, you know, within six hours, you know, uh, he'd give up the ghost. Amen. But, but many people would be nailed to a cross and they, and their lives would, would, you know, they knew, they knew that crucifixion meant death. But please understand, this is the most painful, <laughs> the, 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 the most brutal way that someone can die. It, it, 
you know, I, I, I don't know. And, and, and I begin to think about the cross. Lord Jesus, I've never built a cross. And, you know, and, and so here I am, Lord. You know, through my tears, through my, <laughs> through my putting pieces of wood together with my nail gun and with my screws, and then I took it out to paint it, I, I began to just weep. Because, see, the Lord had done something. He had gotten my attention. To be a follower of me, if you want to know what I'm going to have to go through, look, you're going to have to pick up your own cross. And you're going to have to follow me. You're going to have to follow the works of me. See, and I think sometimes this is where we, we can easily come off the bus, right? Oh, Jesus. You know, I, guys, listen, I'm so thankful we live. We live in the time period which we live. Most people will sit and say, you know, man, if I could only be alive when Paul was alive. No, oh, goodness gracious. If I could only be alive when Peter was alive. You know, these guys were signing up for crucifixion. You know, crucifixion died away. The, you know, it was, it was destroyed, um, you know, some 400 years after Christ. They, they don't do that anymore. You know, it's interesting about crucifixion. They can't find bodies that have been crucified. You know, they, they found uh, a documentary I watched last night. They found two bodies where, where there's been, but crucifixion was very real. <laughs> But they, they can't find the bodies of people that have been crucified. I, I just thought that was interesting. I don't, I don't know why, but I thought that was just an interesting, um, an interesting point. Of course, we know that they didn't find Jesus' body, right? We, we know what happened, right? The resurrection, amen? Jesus Christ, on the third day, he rose from the dead. Praise Jesus. So I, I, I want to preach a word today. Take up your cross. Take up your cross. Dying and taking up your cross wasn't a journey. It wasn't like, I'm going on a journey and I, I, I plan to come back. Taking up your cross meant dying. But see, I want you to understand something today. That's how we come closer to getting to know Jesus. We begin to put ourselves in a place where we, we ourselves are pushing our flesh aside saying, I'm dying to the old man. I'm, I'm pushing my flesh down. I choose. Amen. Can I, can I tell you that, this, see, this is the thing about picking up your own cross. It's a choice. It's a, it, it, you know, it, it's, it's a choice that I believe that everybody, you, you know, if you're in America, many, you know, you know, not everybody's heard the gospel in America. So it's important that everybody hears the gospel. But see, once we hear the gospel, we have a choice whether or not we choose to pick up and, and, and pick up and do the works of Jesus. Nobody can choose that for anybody. I, I can't choose that for my kids. You know, I can raise my kids up in the ways of the Lord, right? You, you know, guys, follow me. You, you, can raise the, your, your, you can raise people around you up in the ways of the Lord. Amen? And it's important that you do that, especially your young kids. Amen? You raise them up. You put them. You get them in it. You, you raise them up in it. But there will come a time, there will come a day where everybody has to make a choice whether or not, you, whether or not they'll choose to follow Jesus. And I tell you, you know, it looks a lot differently for us today than it did for them then. Amen? <laughs> Aren't we thankful? I know I'm thankful. Amen. See, cross-bearing, you know, it's... Um, cross-bearing what it's not. It's, it's, it's not an irritation of life. And some people think that Bearing, bearing a cross is, is an irritation. 
you know, I, you know my, my kids are, you know, unruly. i, I got to bear the cross of my kids. No, that's not what Jesus died for. You know, yeah, he died for your family. To, you know, I, you know, I got my cross to bear my knee, my arthritis. That's not, that's not what Jesus is talking about. He's not talking about, he's not talking about the elements. He's not, he's not talking about irritations of life. And see, you know, we, we use this Christian speak. I'm not very good with Christianese stuff. I'm not. I remember the first time some, someone looked at me and said, well, that's my cross to bear. And I, I just in my, I was newly saved. And I was like, did you die for me? That was what rose up on my spirit. I'm like, you, you're talking about this little element that you have, this little irritation in life you have, that, that you didn't die for me. So I, I, I really think, so, you know, th- this is something that, that really, that really has to take on a meaning for every, every believer. Am I willing to pick up my cross? Am I, am, I, am I willing? Am I willing to do what Jesus is asking me to do? Am I willing? <laughs> am I willing? The cross wasn't about self-promotion. <laughs> Jesus didn't do it for the world to look at him. He, he, he didn't, you know, you know, cro- the cross is a, isn't for self-promotion. I thought about it the other day. I was like, man, I remember that one time I watched that guy walk across stage, and he looked like he had a cross that weighed 65 pounds. I'm like, that's, that, that's still not, you know, you're not bearing a cross, brother. Bearing the cross of Jesus, honestly, is, is, is being willing to go where, where he's went. It's, it's, willing, it's willing to walk through this life with such a humility and such a gentleness and such a, such a love. <laughs> Can we love like Jesus? We're, we're, listen, guys, we're, we're, we're to pursue and operate like Jesus operated. And a lot of people, they, they, you know, it's not possible. You know, all things are possible, the Word of God says. To those that love him, all things are possible. Amen. The cross wasn't about self-promotion. It's not, you know, or self-affirmation. You know, John 14, 6, and I, you know, I, and I, love, I love these scriptures. You know, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus has paved the way. John 14, 6, John 3, 16. Love the scripture, right? God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. It's forever on my heart. Got there when I was young. Wasn't saved, but some guy on TV was holding up a sign and said, John 3.16. I remember asking my brother, what does that mean? And my brother said, what's a Bible verse? What's a Bible verse? You know, so then I read, then I read the word when I was like, you know, five or six years old, seven years old. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Here's the one guy on TV holding the sign up. And they always show him, right, in the middle of the storm. And anyway. First John 2.2, 2, he himself... He's the sacrifice and atonement for our sins. And not only our sins, but the sins of the world. Jesus did that. Amen? Jesus did that. So what does denying yourself look like? I'm going to tell you today that it's a yielding. It's, it's, it's just a, it's a real yielding. Can I, can, I, can I tell you that you, you don't arrive when you choose to yield? You don't, you don't just got it all figured out, right? 
I'm going to talk to you for a little bit now. I got it all figured out. Everything makes sense. It, 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 you, know, you, you know, the denying of self is saying, you know what, I need a Savior. My, my life, you know, you, you know I, I meet people weekly now. You know, I, people that need a Savior. That people that, that they, they need an encounter with Jesus Christ. That's the one thing I pray for more, more now, that people would encounter Jesus. They, they would have a, a, a real encounter with him. The things we pray for weekly, that people would encounter Jesus because they need to see him as their source. You know, we, we are the church. We're here to help people when people need help. Amen. Amen. But see, they ha- people have to see. They have to understand. They, they have to see him. They have to begin to deny self and see him as as the author, the finisher of their faith. Amen. And see, that's where life begins. It begins. It begins there at, at a place. Of taking up one's cross, <laughs> you know. I, you, you know, if you're not saved today, you need. You should be saved. You need to be saved. Jesus died for the world, <laughs> and if you, you know, you maybe you've wandered away from Jesus today. You can get your heart right with Him, and you can say yes to Him, and you can you and, and, and He'll do everything He can do to rob. He'll do everything He can do to steal. He'll 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 do that. These are, these are the schemes of the enemy. That's, those are the plans of the enemy. Jesus was off of the world. You know, what, you, know how he defeated, you know how he defeated the enemy? With the word of God. With the word. We've got, a, we've got, we've got to be a church. We've got to be a people that begin to understand. You know, hey, you know, you know how I fight my battle? I fight my battle with the word. I believe the word. I speak the word. I know the word. Amen. You got to get scripture in your heart. That's a whole other message for another day. Amen. Let's go ahead and stand our feet this morning. I'm going to move to a place of closing here in a second. Minister, if you would come to the keyboard. What would it benefit if you gain the whole world but you lose your soul? Sounds like a pastor's talking about picking up your cross, following him. This is the battle. This is this is the battle for the American church right now. You know, and Jesus, you know, very simply is, you know, for, for the church today, he's saying, he's saying one thing. Will, will you, are you, are you willing to deny yourself the flesh? Are you willing to, are, are you willing to kick some of that stuff out to pursue a relationship with me? Because see, listen, guys, this, it's not, <laughs> I, I love people being in church. But church is a product of having a relationship with Jesus. I, <laughs> life groups, things that we do extra, it's, it's a product of being in relationship with Him. 
you know, being a part of a, an evangelism team, our Go Team, they launched one in uh, Seattle, Washington. They, they, they took our name and everything, Go Team. He's like, he called me up the other day and he said, Pastor, he said, I've never seen. He said, I want you guys to come and visit, bring some of your Go Team people. He said, I've never seen such a passion right now in our people. That, you know, because, you know, I've been sharing with them, you know, you know, the strategies that you guys had for your go team and you guys going out and doing stuff. And he said, I've got people that are actually showing up on a Saturday morning to go hit the streets. Amen. (laughs) He said, how do you get into those facilities? You know what? We just ask. We pray and we ask. So that's how we do it. But see, it's it's not it's not about it. See, and I think sometimes, and I, and I don't want you to hear this message the wrong way today because, because you know, it, it, you know it's, it's, not, it's not about this building. It's not about, you know, uh, you know, we don't forsake the gathering of believers. It's important that in the last days, the church, the Bible says this, that in the last days, anybody believe that we're in the last days? Amen. So we believe that we're in the last days. It says that the church should meet more often, not less often. So when I watch a 6 p.m. service get canceled or I watch people quit meeting on Wednesdays and they go to one service a, a, a year, I don't know. I don't, it's, it's hard to tell what happens nowadays. You know, it bothers me because I know the Word of God says that people got to meet more often. Why? Because it's the strengthening. And I know that there's an enemy to people's faith. I know that there's an enemy working overtime to pull people away from the things of God. It's the thing weekly we fight with and we contend with with people. Pastor, I need prayer around this. I need prayer around that. You know, I, 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 you know I, I need help with this. I need help with that. Yes, we're here to help. But see, Jesus is the author. He's the finisher of the faith. With, a, with the joy, he went to the cross. <laughs> so my job as a pastor, our jobs as leaders in this house are to point you towards him. <laughs> it's to point you towards him. Because if you're trying to write off of church, you're trying to write off emotions, you're trying to write off feelings, you're going to burn out. You'll burn out. Because see, Jesus is saying something here, and it's, it's, it's very profound. Will you pick up your cross and follow me? Will you move to a place where you deny your feelings, where you deny the things of this world, and will you pick up your cross and follow me? Listen, when we pick up our cross and we follow after him, we'll, you know, I want to be around believers. Why? Because it sharpens me. I want to go. I, <laughs> why? Because it sharpens me. Do, do we need sharpened? Yeah, we need, you know, I need sharpened. Yesterday, you know, Saturday morning, again, Saturdays are busy, very busy for us. However, you know, I knew that, you know, hey, I got to be, I got to be in this place of being in this meeting Saturday morning with these guys. Because you know what it does? It sharpens me. It sharpens me. Amen. Galatians 2, and I love this. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Does your life exemplify that? It's no longer I who live, but it's Christ that lives in me. You may walk in here and say, Pastor, I'm working on stuff. Hey, guess what? Me too. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) 
I'm working on it too, amen. It's no longer I who live, but but he, but Christ lives in me. It's no longer it's no longer me, but it's 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 he who lives in me. I'll finish it out. In his life, which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. That's what he did. He's given us life. You know, this Easter Sunday, you know, I, I would... It's, it's a simple question. <laughs> Are you willing to pick up your cross? Listen, our cross doesn't look like His. There's only one man that God in flesh that that can do what Jesus did. You know, I think Jesus, it's not, <laughs> you know, many, you know, 10 of the 12 disciples were martyred. They were killed, you know, because of their faith. Many others were killed because of their faith. There's there's people being cared today because be, being killed today because of their faith. Because they share this gospel. It's not a, this is not a message or a place of condemnation. Because see he took that on the cross for me. He took he he took it on the cross for me. Aren't you thankful for that? I, I'm telling you, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for what's been nailed to a cross. 